all internet. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your world-famous podcast hosts and feel the power. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. It's episode 80. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, of course, it's Eric. Eric, how do we start the show off? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, um, we do the well, thing, I think. What, what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Yes, perfect. Okay, good. I like it. That's what we're Go rolling with. with. Yes. You know what? Well, I'll tell you, man. My favorite breakfast cereal. Well, for a long time, it was Smacks. And I get a lot of funny looks for that because, you know what? People seem not to like Smacks. But I love Smacks. I love the honey, the delicious puff, the way when you stick a whole spoonful in your mouth, it was just like a, it just kind of like melted down to this weird, like honey, liquidy, like weirdness. It was fantastic. And then at the very end, you took that bowl of honey milk and you just <sighs> sloped it down. It was a fantastic treat. Nice. Full of calories, full of sugar, full of all the good things a child needs. It was the best. <laughs> and of course, as I got older, I said, oh, cereals for children and silly folk. <laughs> and now mm. I rarely ever eat cereal anymore, which I think is a crying shame. And you have children and the silly folk in your home, so you could literally eat cereal. Oh, it's just I was pouring cereal for the girls, and I just had to, I accidentally poured one more bowl, and I had to eat it because it came out of the bag. Now, here's the funny part, though, man. I grew up getting to have most of the cereals we wanted, except for the, they were usually the off-brand of the real version, because we po, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them in the bag, yeah. But for our children, they're only allowed to have Cheerios, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. Heart healthy, healthy Cheerios. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> Not them honey nut Cheerios, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> no flavor for you, no girls. Flavor. No, and no. only a, a pinch full of sugar, which makes the medicine go down, the medicine go down. <laughs> But they want that little pinch. I'll tell you what. They want that pinch of sugar. Mm. So as for my favorite cereal, after that long digression that's probably cut from the show, and hey, if you become a patron, you can maybe hear it in a blooper reel sometime. My favorite cereal would probably, I guess, just be Frosted Flakes. I remember having a lot of cereals as a kid. And I just, well, well, see, here's the other thing, too, is I am not a milk in cereal guy. So a lot of people are like, oh, man, you know, like Cocoa Puffs makes your milk all chocolatey and it's super great. I never did that. So Frosted Flakes was good without milk. It was crunchy enough, and then you got the sweet kick, obviously. So I don't know. I guess I go Frosted Flakes. But I was never huge into cereal, and I'm certainly not now as a grown-up adult human male. So my favorite cereal is like eggs and bacon. That's my favorite. <laughs> well, a funny story about them Frosted Flakes, Matt. So long ago in school, and I've probably told you this tale before, but... I was in middle school, and I used to always have the little breakfast. I'd come in, they'd have those cool little cereals that were in the little cups, and you peeled back the thing, poured your little ghetto milk into it, and you ate it. Mm. Delicious. Fantastic. So, I used to get frosted flakes of some kind. And anywho's, in this said bowl of frosted flakes, I poured the milk in, I started tearing into it, because you know what? That's what you do when you're in middle school and hungry at breakfast time, right? All of a sudden, mm -hmm. I saw a little bla black fleck come up to the top. I'm like, that's weird. Uh -oh. So I took another bite, not thinking anything of it. And all of a sudden, like seven, eight more flecks appeared. I took one more bite, and I'm like, what? That's just strange. So I stopped at this point. And I, I mm -hmm. spooned out, you know, a couple of the black little flecks and, you know, pushed the milk away and a lot of dead ends. 
bunch of little dead ants. And I went, oh, dang it, no, why? <laughs> See, it's fate. This is this is why we have this podcast. It's so as soon as you say something, it triggers a crazy-ass memory for me. As soon as I say something, random topic about <laughs> cereals that I just made up off the top of my head. Oh, it's my favorite cereal. Well, listen to this story, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes, indeed it is. So, of course, after that moment in life, I didn't eat frosted flakes of any kind anymore because of that. So, it's a wonderful thing. So, no, frosted flakes are low on the tier of happiness in my life. (laughs) The Honey Smacks is still happy, but for a different reason. (laughs) So, outside of that, how was your week? What'd you do this week? It was really nice. I've been learning about basement repair. So I've been learning how to rip out carpet, clean off the adhesives, uh, got to get the seals done, foundation cracks repaired, blah, 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 all sorts of fun things you do in your adult life that you didn't think you were ever going to be doing. And then, of Mm. course, dealing with insurance individuals when you set a claim up and then they go, well, the flood insurance you have is not the flood insurance that this flood insurance covers. And then also, anyway, because of a crack here uh, and then a spider that actually fell down from your house over there, we would void this actual contract anyway and not pay you because (laughs) insurance is a way to just screw you over and ruin your life and take your money. Don't know if you know that. Just letting you know that, though. (laughs) Nice. So, I've been learning a lot about basement repair and doing it myself Mm -hmm. and being a handy little man and just living my life, having a good old time, playing some Monster Hunter when I'm not working, and, of course, working at my wonderful job, which I appreciate and love very much every single day of my life. And in the middle of all that, I try to play a little bit with the children, hang out with the wife, and do all the normal things you're supposed to do. So yeah, busy. Busy. Yeah, sounds like What about it. you? Hmm, this week, I think I did absolutely nothing. I'm pretty sure I did nothing. One thing I have been doing a lot of, I didn't I haven't even played any games except for today. I started playing a new game. I'll get into that more in a little bit. But all the rest of the week, what did I do? I've been reading books, reading like a fiend. I said it last time. And this week, haha, I finished a book, and it was so bad I had to write an article about it on thirdshift.me. Normally, I, you know, I've read a lot of bad books. Normally, when I read it, it's over, and I go, ah, oh, well, you know, they tried. And I don't have the negative feelings that I felt all the way through the book. I closed this book, and I went, fuck you, book. You suck. And I went, that's an odd occurrence that I'm so angry with the time wasted by this f-ing book that I'm just, I'm just mad about it. And I was like, I'm, mm, I don't even want to put this in a donate pile. I want to throw this book away. And I went, oh, that's, that's a unique experience. Let me, let me write up a little article about why. So I did that. That was fun. I feel sad. Some, I don't know what it is about that, but I feel sad that there's a book out there that's so terrible. It makes you want to do that. And and I feel like I said I I've read a ton of awful books and I close it up and I'm like ah it wasn't that bad or ah you know it's a new author uh, you know he did he wrote one more book than I did and I forget about it but this one is just ugh ugh I was just so angry when I finished it ugh. that poor book that poor book God bless that guy knows better he's written a lot of books <laughs> screw him. Yes. Screw Perfect. you, Nelson DeMille. Oh, name calling, too. Just busting it out there. That's right. Well, obviously, if anybody wants to take a peek, they're going to head over on the third shift anyway and, and take a look at the review, which, of course, was, as you said, terrible and not good. 
That's right. <gasps> but then today, I opened up my shrink wrap game that I've been keeping in the bedroom. I popped open Shadow of Mordor just because, like I told you when we were talking about it off air, it's got a story mode. You finish the story, you're done with it. So I popped that open, started playing it for about half an hour, 45 minutes. And early impressions, that game is ugly. Like, the graphics are good, but the characters are f***ing ugly. I'm swearing a lot. I don't care. They're f***ing hideous. And obviously, the orcs are ugly. Even the humans are, like, off-putting and ugly. It's weird. It's a strange game. But I'm looking forward to having fun with it. Combat system seems fun. I like that it's got stealth and archery and all the other stuff. Looking forward to working into that nemesis system. But, whoo boy, Italian is an ugly man. I don't even know how else to say it. It's just everybody's ugly. I don't like it. Ugh. I kind of noticed that, but I was willing to overlook it as just you know a random quirk mm. of the game. You're definitely going to have to tell me what you think, because that's one of those ones I've watched quite a bit of but never actually played. Mm. So it's always been on that list of to-get-tos and just never have. I'm with you. I've actually watched a fair bit of it, because a, a YouTube guy, Jesse Cox, who I used to follow a lot, was starting to play, do a playthrough of it. And when you're watching it, you know, it's in a box on YouTube or it's, you know, full screen on your computer, which is far away from you. But I was sitting like right here in front of the TV playing it. And it was just like, ooh, everybody is like, they're not like hideous, but it's just like the proportions are not right. I don't know. It's weird. So yeah, I'll let you know how that develops. Obviously, I'm going to meet a bunch of hideous orcs and that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to like all the different quirks that they can get and like abilities and back and forth and figuring that out so the gameplay should be fun but just i don't think i'm gonna like those cutscenes because there's some ugly people i don't know <laughs> those people just be bugging my eyes man they be bugging my eyes <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> and hey if you want to get your ears bugged you can sign up to our patreon and listen to our monthly gaming roundtable our hey which playing third shift that we just dropped Yesterday? We dropped it yesterday. Oh, yeah, you can hear about all the games we've been playing all month. That was a fun show to do. I liked it. I always like that one. You know, we just go gush on about whatever we're playing at the moment. No stipulations, no real, oh, got to have facts or anything going there. You just have fun with it. It's a beautiful thing. That's right. <laughs> no facts <laughs> No at all. facts. There's nothing there I need to know. I'll just tell you what I feel. That's it. But if you do want to know stuff and you do want to know facts, tune in on Tuesday because we got IG2G episode, what is it, 24 coming up next oh, week? Oh, yeah. Man, can't believe it. 24. I feel like we've done so many more. Look at that. I arrived. Oh, it was beautiful. Nice. <laughs> Good job, dude. <laughs> but I know there's one release and one that I'm going to be talking about, and I'm not looking forward to it, but I've heard it might be okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I've got one or two under the belt that I want to talk about, but uh, nothing, to be honest, nothing that's like, oh, i got to play this game 100%. But one I've got is my interest, my eye on, maybe you can do some Let's Plays mm. of it, you know what I'm saying? Nice, there you go. Not me, just go watch some Let's well, Plays. Well, no, yeah, that's I know. Put me on a screen, I can't even, I don't even have a screen right now, I'm up in my spare room right now. <laughs> Welcome to the brown world, it's Eric time. That's right. With echoes and everything, because I don't have anything set up. <laughs> and hey, speaking of not having things set up, what they didn't have set up is shift codes for golden keys in Borderlands any single game this week, so I don't get to say my favorite part of the show. Thanks. Oh, it'll be all right, Matt. They'll be back with some shift codes. You know it. They're always going to be back with those shift codes. I'm going to have to sing you a song. Oh, man, put a smile on your face. Oh, man. I'll wash away the tears and sadness, Matt. 
I'll let all you right, know. I'm back. All right, there he is. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. I'm all hyped you up for that? the Gearbox news. Here we go. <laughs> Regeneration. That's my capability. <laughs> that should make sense. Awesome. <laughs> it doesn't need to, everybody. It really doesn't. Speaking of cents, uh, you can spend a lot of dollars and cents on Insert Coin's new clothing line for Borderlands. I mean, it's not new, but they've added some new t-shirts, some new hoodies. They're looking pretty fly. I really like the Zero hoodie because it's kind of understated. If you don't know that he's Zero, you don't know. Just like you always say. No, I don't know. I don't know who Zero is. Well, I know you don't. <laughs> like I'm going to use some weirdo melee goosh magoosh. All the enemies are just going to chase that flying robot anyway. I can't even hit anybody with my sword. Exactly. Or you just go invisible <laughs> when we get in trouble and wait for me to die. I'm your invisible resbot, uh-huh. man. It's just like playing pendles. It's early access pendles <laughs> it never there. That's, what exactly. it was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. So in addition to that, we also, they I think they wrapped up the hunt this week, didn't they? And raised a whole bunch of money for, what was it, St. Jude's again? They sure did. They raised uh, over, well, I don't know if it was over, right around $120,000 for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And this was just like a prelim to the big uh, the big one they do, like with the Guardian Con and all that. Oh, okay. So that obviously doesn't apply to Gearbox, but I did want to mention it's all finagled into this wonderful little thing called Guardian Con that... Uh, uh, Professor Broman and all of them really host and put together a really cool thing. They do it all for charity and raise all sorts of money. It's pretty neat. And 120000 just out of the hunt, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, really good job. Everybody that contributed, everybody that uh, hosted streams did all that. Big shout out, big, you know, oorah to you, all that good stuff. Absolutely, 100%. And hey, if you got some extra money laying around, you already donated from the hunt and you want to spend more money to help out another charity, I believe Gearbox has a behind-the-scenes tour and dinner with Randy Pitchford. Now, is this something you can buy or bid on? I wasn't sure about that. You bid on it. It's an auction basically going on right now, and they've got the estimated value set at $10,000 over at Charity Buzz. And the current bid is by one individual called Tenderheart, two thousand seven hundred fifty, and the minimum next bid is three thousand dollars. So if you want a behind the scenes rare opportunity to get in there with Randy Pitchford himself and go look at everything that's going on, this is your opportunity. This is where you can dump your big bills, your big dollars that you've been saving for a new house, and instead give it to this charity, which is an awesome charity, and then go get yourself a tour. Of Gearbox software. Well, you know, we're getting our bonus from uh, the place we work pretty soon. <laughs> if we, we pitch our bonuses this together, all together. Yeah. we could win this. We could get this. It could happen. I can't do that. I'm just going to let you know I can't do that, man. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm just going to let you know I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, well, you know, I like to put money in my savings. So. See, I, th- I thought we'd like have a verbal contract going and then you'd put it up. And I'd be like, well, you won, so I don't need to put in my money. I can just like buy us a ticket to go down there. It's like four hundred bucks. Oh man, I just spent like thirty thousand. Yeah, well, you know, you, you got it for us, so I'll get us there. That's how it exactly. I'll, I'll do my part. I'll do my part. So that's definitely going on. There's only about two days, roughly, left of that. So if you want to get over there, now's the time. Charity Buzz is where you want to go. Check it out. Gearbox Software and bid. Hey, it's three thousand bucks, man. No worries, no problems. Do it. And now rolling on to a couple more little Gearbox pieces. I did notice that on Twitter, 
the Arby's social media account, they do a lot of like short videos with characters from movies and video games and all kinds of stuff. This time they did one with Claptrap. I thought that was pretty cool and like Randy interacted with it a little bit. I think like the, no, no, it wasn't Randy. It was the Gearbox official Twitter interacted with that a little bit. That was kind of cool. Not only did they interact with it, but did you see that uh, Meredith and uh, Elisa posted a picture of them? They had Claptrap in a photo, like like behind Claptrap, looking up a stairwell at Meredith and Elisa sitting at the top eating Arby's, holding oh, it out, laughing with each other. Nice. And then they said, this is how we avoid Claptrap, because he never shuts up, so why bother trying? Mm. And of course, it, as everybody knows, Claptrap can't go upstairs. So they I were did, safe. I, I didn't notice that it was them. I saw the picture and I was like, "Ah, that's pretty cool." I didn't even notice it was the two of them, and then yep. that they were eating Arby's on top of it. Mm-hmm. So it was an awesome shindig, and somebody even asked them, like, "Say, hey, did you guys know this was going to happen, and you just had this all planned out, or mm-hmm. did literally they pop it out and you go, oh my god, we got to do something cool?" And it was that they were like, "Holy nice. crap, that's freaking cool!" So they went out. They bought some Arby's, they ate some Arby's, got someone to take a picture of the two of them up there and everything, which is really awesome. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. And, I mean, and I don't eat fast food a lot, but props to Arby's social media account. And I think Wendy's has a cool one, too. They're always interacting with people. And, like I said, especially for Arby's, doing the movies, video games, all kinds of little, like, quick hit tie-ins. And they always pop up on my feed because people are liking them because they're awesome. There you go. Yeah, I got to say that quick aside as well is Wendy's has that whole cool snarky thing going where they make yeah, fun of people, yeah. screw with people, and Arby's has the whole geek nerd world going, all the Final Fantasy references, Chrono Trigger references, different movie references, and of course now they got Claptrap in there. Mm-hmm. I like how they're starting to focus on a, a certain audience and just really vibing with them and getting up oh, a, yeah. a good rapport that way. Yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. Intelligent. I think the last piece of general news is, I know on the Borderlands social media accounts, they put a, up a, like, Roland timeline. If you want to know all about Roland, you get to watch this little video. It's in addition to the other things they've been doing of just, hey, randomly, here's a Borderlands-inspired recipe. You know, you kind of seen them coming back with little bits here and there. Every couple of weeks, there's a little, hey, remember, a little poke about Borderlands. Well, there's a reason for that, you know what I'm saying? Because the rumblings are that it's going to get it out soon. Oh, man, get your hypes on. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. You just made me sad again. <laughs> I need another song. Oh, man, please just put that smile on your wonderful face. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm See, back. That's what I do. I do it. I do it for you. I do it all for you. Nice. Good. <laughs> Oh, and then speaking of being happy, we're going to roll on into the Battleborn free rotation, except nobody tweeted it out and nobody updated the forum post, so I don't even know what any of it is. So, hey, everybody, I'm just going to take a wild guess say Oscar Mike's in there. Just play with Oscar Mike, have yourself a blast, have a fun time, because he's a solid all-around <laughs> character. <laughs> so, based on this rotation of question mark, question mark, Question mark, question mark, question mark, and question mark. I'm going to give this rotation a thumbs down. Don't like that one. That's a bad one. <laughs> you know, you don't like the mystery nobody ra- <laughs> rotation. I mean, I love I love mystery heroes, but I don't like mystery free rotations. Oh, man. Well, you know, they'll figure it out. It'll be up there soon enough, I'm sure. So speaking of good things, <laughs> we got patch notes in Fortnite. <laughs> what stood out of this one for you, dude? 
Well, I can tell you the obvious one that stood out for me, and it's the top of the little list here. Uh, Lucky Landing in the Battle Royale mode, man. Oh, yeah. That place looks amazing. It's got the cool Asian aesthetic to it. And if you don't know what it is, it's just a point of interest in the Battle Royale map located on the southern edge of the island. You can go there, hide out, do what you do in Battle Royale, try to survive. But it looks really cool. It looks unique, different from the other environments for the most part. I like the way they've been doing this, adding these different uh, locales on the Battle Royale map that yeah. are vastly different from one another. you got the theme park area, you know, all the other stuff going on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, 100% agree. As as we've said so many times, Fortnite started off with a lot of, I shouldn't say this word because it comes out really negative, but a lot of genericness, like a, gen, a lot of generic feel to all the areas. So seeing them plop in new points of interest that, like you said, it totally shakes up this area from that one. So it's not just, hey, this is the place with like a barn and a building. Now it's, hey, it's freaking lucky landing here's tilted towers over here here are landmarks on the map that you can say to your teammates or say over the stream or whatever i'm going over here people go no go to the other place it just makes it more interesting i agree with that 100 percent. and i also think it just makes it so you can associate with the game more because then you can be like oh you know what you know where our spot is matt you know we go over here this is what we do you know we Mm -hmm. hide out in the carnival area ha 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 it just gives people more um attachment to the game then i guess that works more attachment to the game because they find something they like a little spot that they claim as their own it makes Mm. them feel more unique cool and have more fun with it of course all the good players don't do that at all they just go where the best weapons generally drop and where the most defensible positions are but who wants to play the game right though come on yeah no for scrubs like us just drop in and i just want to sit on top of ferris wheel and dance around that's right bush costume on there we go yep and then survive exactly and so, with that being said, speaking of dropping in on a Ferris wheel, they were supposed mm. to have jetpacks dropping in, but they didn't get it done. Oh, I missed so that. So instead, yeah, so instead they released the hunting rifle mm. in Battle Royale, which, of course, is a hunting rifle. It's good to medium long range, holds one round in the chamber. As you can imagine, it's a very powerful weapon, mm. but uh, very slow because it's one shot in the chamber. Mm. But all you no scope 360s, you're going to love your hunting rifle because now you don't even have the chance to go into scope. You just be like, hey, boom, got him from across the map. I'm a hunting rifle king. Exactly. So I'm digging it. I want to try it out. I don't think it's going to be the weapon for me. That's generally not how I play, Mm -hmm. but I want to look at it. Yeah, should be cool. I think in Battle Royale, the only other thing that stood out for me was just they adjusted the drop rates on certain weapons and certain tiers of certain weapons. So that's cool. I mean, I'm sure their data said, hey, we're getting way too many of these, so tone them down a little bit, not enough of these, crank them up a little bit. So again, it's another good sign of just them watching and seeing what happens and adjusting accordingly. That's what a good developer does. That is exactly what happens. Of course, if you want more notes on the Battle Royale part, go check out the uh, notes yourself because it's all sorts of technical jubber-drew, which you guys would fall asleep if we talk about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then rolling on into Save the World, they got another new quest line coming in in the Spring and On event. This one's called Brave Beginnings. It's all about a girl who's trying to become a defender. So if you want to know more about that, if you want to get in on some defender action, go hit up Brave Beginnings. Brand new quest line for you guys. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that they're continuing on with what they have been doing and adding in the different storylines as it goes Mm -hmm. and progressing it through. Always a fun time. Now, there's one big thing 
thing. I don't know if you want to talk about this yet, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. Is remember our last episode? We were like, man, that's cool that they've introduced the uh, the blue goo, which you can insert into the pylons and increase the difficulty. Oh yeah. But it'd be really annoying if some crazy person just comes and just ups the difficulty insanely, and then it's stupid hard, and you lose, and it's all bogus. Mm-hmm. And we said, well, the shining light and stars at least you'll get something for your troubles. And we said, I guess so. Yeah, cool. Well. Apparently, other people thought the same thing because now they're changing it to where it's a vote. So when someone dumps the goo in, a vote thing comes up on your screen. You say yes or no. You want to increase the difficulty. If enough votes say yes, then obviously it increases and vice versa for the no. Perfect. That's exactly what should have been added Mm -hmm. there. And they did it. And they said, okay, we hear you. I understand. No, duh. There it is. I'm looking forward to drinking some beers and playing some Fortnite. And you going, hey, dude, you want to up that difficulty? And be like, yeah, bro, we're totally going to do it. Dump that blue goo in. And you'll be like, doop, 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 here comes the vote. And I'll instantly vote no and go, oh, some asshole already said no. Oh, oh it already failed because the other guy said, oh, sorry, man. You know, I didn't even get a chance to vote. I don't know what to tell you, man. It wasn't me. We'll just finish at this, though. It's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Don't let them get to you. It'll be oh, fun. Man. It'll Thanks, be great. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that'll be fun. I think in addition, they also added the impulse grenade and a, what's it called? The dragon fire auto shotgun to save the world. Yes. So some fun additions there. Should be a lot of fun. Especially the shotgun, because I don't know if I've said this before on this show or, you know, one of the other shows we do, but uh, auto shotguns are like lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you got an auto shotgun and that's what I'm going to use for the rest of my life because that's how I roll. So to see this and save the world made my face so happy. I smiled a big smile. <laughs> and see, I was excited for the impulse grenade because I can't wait for us to be getting overrun with husks, like a million husks, because you upped the difficulty like a jackass. And then I'll be like, oh, I got to check this out, dude. Throw an impulse grenade in those 47,000 husks and watch them just go ploop, flying off in this giant crazy bubble of husks. That'll be fun, too. That will be fun. I agree. I, I look forward to seeing that, but, you know, just for personal reasons, that shotgun, man. Woo, doggy. Mm-hmm. Don't got to hold back nothing anymore. Woo. Can't wait. And it's also Lunar Dragon skin, so it looks pretty badass, mm. too. I agree. It does indeed look awesome. Beyond that, though, I don't think there was anything else that really caught my attention except for a couple bug fixes that, once again, you can go check those patch notes. Yeah, I saw a bunch of bug fixes, and then, again, ability adjustments for different heroes, or reworks or adjustments. So, again, they're looking at seeing what works, what's underpowered, what's overpowered. Tweak, tweak, tweak. Like I said, it's all good news right there. Indeed it is. And, uh, once again, just say a nice, solid little patch update. That they seem to push out every week, miraculously, somehow. Yeah. I like it. Absolutely. And then, we're not done with Fortnite yet, because, oh, with Twitch Prime, which is the, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Twitch Prime. Who doesn't have Amazon Prime? You need to have Amazon Prime. It's awesome. But, this month, and I think running through April 30th is what they said, you get free loot for Fortnite if you are a Twitch Prime member. Now, what, what do you get? On Battle Royale, you get two new skins, one piece of back bling, and one new glider. And then in Save the World, you get two exclusive heroes, which is pretty badass. And then for the Twitch part of it, you get four exclusive Twitch chat emotes. I don't do that shit. I don't know what that's about. But the Fortnite stuff's pretty cool. I was glad to hear it. Actually, I was at work today when I saw that, and I went, oh, ooh. So I jumped on over there, got in there, and was like, yeah, 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 sweet. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's games that I don't necessarily have or play or care too much about. Yeah. 
this time around it was. So I was happy to have that membership and actually get something out of it this time. Heck yeah, absolutely. So then that does actually finish it up for Fortnite. So rolling on into the Compulsion Games Journal. Anything stand out on this one for you, dude? Yeah, I'll start us off here. One of the things I thought was pretty neat was Lisa was talking about how she's doing some uh, pensive barks for Sally. And she was talking about how that's, of course, a way to get you into her head while you're in the game without being actually in her head and still getting to take part in the you know action and keep going. Mm-hmm. And the problem she's running into is that she's falling in love with the character, and so she wants to naturally make her good and likable. But they promised that the characters would be moderately terrible people. Mm-hmm. So she has to distance herself and make sure she keeps that in mind while she's writing some of these uh, pensive barks which I thought was really cool and makes perfect sense. If you're working on a character forever, you naturally want to like them, love them. Mm-hmm. So you're over here like trying to put yourself into them. And then, of course, if you're a nice person generally, all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to say that mean, bad thing. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So you have, to, you have to back up and go, nope, 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 nope. That's not what this is about. Rewrite. Let's go. I noticed that, too. And another thing that I thought was cool out of that was they were saying that she, as a character, specifically portrays a different side of herself to the world and everyone else around her. So if she's having character interactions, she's obviously going to be acting one way. And then while you're by yourself investigating this or sneaking or doing whatever, you're going to hear a totally different side of her. I thought that was pretty cool, too. I do love that because that's, you know, humans in general. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. And in your head, you're just calling them all sorts of names, being rude, mean, offensive, because you're generally an unhappy, mad person. So Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's just the way the world works, and it's just funny to see that this character is going to be exactly that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, everything's fine, Bill. Ha, ha, ha. I love you, man. We'll see you later. And then you're like, man, I wish you were dead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, another cool thing that stood out for me in this update was they were talking about working on the HUD and adding new things to it that you could take on or off, but then stating that the things they were working on were like when the curfew starts and like if you're trespassing in an area. So that's always good. I mean, if you're just starting to get new to the game and, hey, why is why are people beating me up on the street? Well, it's because curfew started. Well, I didn't know because I don't know because I didn't read the poster or I didn't read the helpful hint or something. So if you have a little thing that says, hey, curfew's starting in an hour, better get inside somewhere, or, hey, you're entering a restricted area when you didn't mean to, then, you know, it just helps you out, especially helps out new newer players. So I thought that was cool, too. And then, of course, with all this, you can also turn it off. So if you're an yeah, experienced yeah. player don't like any of that, you can go in the menu, turn all that off so you don't have the clutter on your, your, your hub and distracting you or annoying you or taking you out of the immersion of the whole game. Yep. So I like the options that you have with that whole scenario. Something I thought was pretty neat, and this, of course, is a generic one, but it's always cool because they always put it in there for some reason is the Doctor, Mm -hmm. they have another really cool animation of him actually using his uh, resurrection tool and then you coming up and disrupting him. Yep. And I'm curious about this because I wasn't sure whether he was going to be like a really kind of like main character where there's a lot of interaction with him Mm -hmm. or if he was going to just be that ominous bad guy always around the corner waiting for you to screw up or do something wrong. And from what I see, it's turning more into seeming like he's kind of that ominous bad guy just... Mm -hmm. Always there ruining your day uh, because, especially in this one, they show him resurrecting some people, well, in theory, that you've killed or someone's killed. Right. And he's going to bring them all back, and then you're screwed, so you go in, you interrupt him, and all of a sudden he pulls out that bone saw and starts chasing after you. And mm. as they, as Jules talks about, you better be able to run 
because uh, he's going to just chop you in pieces if you don't. Yep. So I'm like, I like this, but at the same time, I do hope they mix it. Because I think the doctor's really cool. He really mm. has got my interest peaked. So I hope he's not just an ominous bad guy, super boss that just comes around murdering you everywhere. You mean just like a one-off, or you want you want to see him all the way through, right? I want to see him all the way through, and I want to see dialogue. I want yeah, to see yeah, him yeah. talking and interacting. And he has a soul. He has a character. There's motivation and reasons behind everything. Mm. He's not just this super powerful entity coming after you the whole game mm. for no i mean that'll be fun i've always, like nemesis kind of thing yeah, has always exactly. piqued my interest but i want him to have more soul mm. and character so I, I hope that's there and now see i took a different tack on this is what i got excited about was hey he's using his ability and you can run up and do that shove and interrupt it i thought that was really cool so if there are more boss fights in the game or more kind of interactions with heavier level characters or whatever. I like the ability to have that. Oh, I see he's winding up for his thing. Interrupt just because I know what's coming and then, you know, have to deal with the consequences after that. I thought that was pretty cool too. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I thought that was pretty cool. The fact that you can change the outcome of a scenario when you see it happening Mm -hmm. and just go interact and change things. But but like I said, afterwards, I'm like, oh, and then he chases you and he's going to murder you with his bones so unless you run faster than him. And I'm like, well, that's fun. I enjoy that. But mm-hmm. hopefully the whole game isn't me just worrying about that son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. Because everything they talk about, which is the next point I was going to bring up, is that there's a lot of mystery and you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this city. Mm-hmm. And, of course, those pictures they posted later or, like, little teasers that they showed for, like, that weird statue of the Pied Piper with the rats following behind him. Mm-hmm. And then if you look off to the side there, there was that uh, uh, the Constantina wire fence all hargle-bargled down, like old military base thing going on. Oh, I didn't see that part. Cool. Yeah. So I'm, like, it's starting to support our idea, like, that this is some kind of failed scientific or military exercise or still is but it's gone south Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i don't know but why the hell would they put a pied piper with the rats falling behind them and i don't know i don't know what's all about but i want to know yeah definitely but if i got a crazy nemesis chasing me the whole time relentlessly i don't know how i'm gonna ever find out so that was about it that got me anything else catch your interest no, that was pretty much it for me. I mean, I was glad to see a couple things that we could pull out of this update instead of it just being, you know, hey, guys, we fixed more bugs and we're working on Sally and all that good stuff. So, yeah, more good stuff from Compulsion Games. It's always good to see. Keep it up, you guys. We can't wait to get your game and rock it out. Absolutely. And then closing out the show, what do we got every time close in the show? It's the Ballad of the Five Stars. Didn't oh. even hear a thing about Nirvana this week. Mm-mm-mm. Nope, still they're in hiatus. They said they're restructuring everything, so I don't know what that means or what they're trying to get a hold of or do, but we will attentively wait, and we'll let you know as soon as we know what the heck Nirvana's up to. And speaking of waiting, I can see something I'm waiting on somebody. He's coming down the street real slow again. Oh, it's it's snowing so hard today, he can't get through all the snow. Oh, that slush and ice. It's going to be another week before he gets here, but I, I see the man with the bird on his chest. He's on his way. He's got his little pith, pith helmet on. He's putting on his cross-country skis. He's snapping them in. He'll be here next week, I promise. Oh, good. Hopefully them stupid vultures don't get him. They've been buzzing outside all this freaking week, man. They took a little four-year-old up into the sky. I never saw him again. It's a crazy time. 
I'm sure he's going to make it, Matt. I'm sure he's going to make it. It's too cold for vultures. Things with bald heads can't go out in the snow. (laughs) I'm outside the cold all the time, man. That's not nice to say. You old vulture, snatching up children and taking them down to your basement to buff the floor for you. Hey, that's... Hey, indentured servitude isn't illegal. Sign, sign this contract, Billy. You get a gummy bear. What? Exactly. You get a gummy bear in four weeks. Gummy bears. <laughs> Your parents will be fine. They'll get you back. So if you want to know the whereabouts of little Jimmy, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme. And you can find us on Facebook at Third Shift. <laughs> and as usual, we have a wonderful Patreon set up. If you like what you hear, you can throw us a buck. Throw us two bucks. We treat it like a tip jar. Anything and everything is fantastic. We appreciate it. To all of our current patrons, we hope you're enjoying some of the content we're throwing out there exclusively for you. And we hope you enjoy the content week to week that we provide for you and continue to support us because it helps us keep the lights on. It helps keeps us motivated, all that other good stuff. You guys all know the rigmarole. We love and appreciate all of you. If you can't throw us a buck, hey, that's fine too. But please, come on, interact with us. Throw us some mailbag questions, feedback, likes, pluses, all the good things on the Twitters, the facebook's all that good stuff absolutely and of course this podcast drops every friday so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 9th of march for our very next episode and you can find those episodes on itunes on stitcher and on podbean and as eric said if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out please give us a like a rating review a comment a subscription any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it indeed we do and as you all know that Easter is approaching fast I had a conversation that lasted for a long time and it had a little bit to do with the five star ratings on iTunes you're gonna hear all more about it because I got a whole story to tell and in the meantime get on over there and give us a five star rating right now because you know what that gives us the souls of those poor lost people and those poor failed individuals who couldn't keep hold on in the YouTube podcasting world and we want their souls so please go over there and give us five stars so we can have them and until we get more souls I'm just gonna say hey hey don't don't forget forget to to save. save Sit down.